EO Fire 1252. Always push yourself to be better than you were the day before. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution? Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a chat to see why Podcast Websites is for you. Ignite. Thanks to our new sponsor, Google, you can go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 AdWords credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, John Spence. John, are you prepared to ignite? In fuego, my brother, a raging inferno. (laughs) John (laughs) is an author, business management consultant, executive trainer, and speaker with a client list from the Fortune 100 to small businesses and other organizations around the globe. He's made a career of making the very complex awesomely simple. John, take a minute, fill in any gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. Cool. Yeah. And I'll give you the the short version up now. I think we're going to get into the history a little later. I've spent the last 21 years traveling about 200 days a year worldwide, helping businesses and people be more successful. Uh, I have no kids, but I am married. My wife, Sheila, and I run the company together and she travels with me about 60% of the time. Uh, I'm in Virginia right now running a leadership program for a $18 billion UK-based company. And I'm sitting in my lovely uh, suite on the fourth floor overlooking the snowy fields right next to my fireplace. I love the other fireplace on. We were joking beforehand, Fire Nation. I'm like, I'm from Maine. I want to hear those crackling logs, but uh, no logs on that fireplace, unfortunately, but uh, it still gives me a good ambiance feel for sure, John. Now, you've broken down a lot about what you do currently, and I want to stay here for a second before we do go into your journey in history as an entrepreneur, because you know this. You do this for a living when you're consulting businesses, etc. And Fire Nation knows this. I mean, we are looking to build businesses and businesses generate revenue. If we want to be viable, we're generating revenue. So what do you, John Spence, do to generate revenue in your business? About 50% of my work right now is doing what I'm doing right now, an advanced training session for a small company all the way up to the you know, top of the Fortune 100, where I'm, I've got, like on this particular one, I've got about 118 of their senior managers from around the world in, and I'm going to run them through a half a day workshop on being better leaders. And it might be leadership, might be change management, might be high performance team strategy, but about 50% of my work is running workshops and classes. Another 30% is big keynote addresses like you do, um, 3,000, 5,000, 9,000 people uh, talking about something around business excellence or leadership. And then the last 20% is book sales and a tiny bit of online, which is one of the reasons I'm so excited to talk to you is one of my big goals is to flip-flop that. Because it, let me see, 2015 was 198 days on the road. I don't have any time left to sell, so I'm going to have to get better at passive income. Wow. Well, absolutely. I mean, that is where I focus my energy, my effort, my bandwidth on. And uh, that's what we talk about here on EO Fire. There's a lot of ways to generate revenue. You're doing a great job in your way. 
you know, we have people that come on that are 100% passive doing it their way. And then there's a good mix of both. And you just have to find for you, Fire Nation, like what feels right, to be honest. Like when you're in that initial season, like, you know, maybe getting out and, and, and hustling, you know, 300, 350 days a year on the road. I know entrepreneurs that do it and they make it happen. Now you have John who travels with his wife, you know, 200 days a year, and he's looking to make that shift even more. So there's a lot of ways to skin that cat. And, and that's why I love this world that we live on. But John, what I want to do and focus on right now is your history, your journey as an entrepreneur, and you've had the ups and the downs, but take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date and tell us that story. I like how you said to date because there will be more. (laughs) There will be more. Um, The worst one was actually when I was working for another person. I had... um, Early in my career, at the age of 26, I was the CEO of an international Rockefeller Foundation. Mm. And working with them, there had been a gentleman that for several years said, I would like you to come over and take over being CEO of my company. And he ran a large uh, strategic sales and strategy firm, a global as well. And I'd been there as CEO for a little while, and I took a one-month vacation to Australia with my wife. And upon returning, he invited me to lunch, and at lunch, he proceeded to tell me no one at the age of 31 has earned the right to have a one-month vacation. You're lazy. And I very quickly quickly repeated back, I quit. And my biggest entrepreneurial mistake was I had no safety. I had not thought about being an entrepreneur. I had always run companies. I'd, I'd owned a couple of companies, but I'd always been CEO of smaller companies. And I was not prepared. I had no safety net. I had no plan. I went from running a company and being very involved to literally unemployed the next day. And it took me about three years to really get on my feet. And that was a tough three years where it was month to month. And had my wife not had a good job at that time, we were really struggling. But then when I broke through the other side, it, you know, now I've got an amazing lifestyle business. I travel all over the world. My wife, because we don't have kids, we just pick up and go whenever we want. Uh, so it's turned out fantastic, but boy, there were some dark days at the beginning that I really didn't know what I was doing. What's really interesting, the further I get into EO Fire, and now that I'm into the 1200s of episodes, there's just themes that keep coming back over and over again, John. And that's, there's just this certain type of this entrepreneurial fire inside of all of us, inside, you know, inside of all of the guests that I've had inside of me, inside of a lot of you listening right now, Fire Nation that you're just not going to take it. Like when your boss looks at you and calls you lazy and you're like, well, what are you talking? Like, I'm out of here. Like, you just can't deal with it. Like a lot of people will become passive and submissive and like crawl back and try to work harder, so to speak. But then there's other entrepreneurs that just, they're not going to take that. They're, they're going to, you know, they'd rather go through those three dark years and then continue working for somebody that would say those words to them. So, you know, I just really admire entrepreneurs that step up and, and step into that space because it, it is scary. It is tough and it is hard work, Fire Nation. And, you know, my big takeaway from your worst moment, John, is just perseverance and persistence. It's just being there every day just saying, hey, I'm going to do this. You know, I have my wife. She's with me. We're working hard. We're going to do this. We're going to persist. We're going to persevere. And now here you are. You know, we've talked about all of your accolades and the great business that you built it came from perseverance. So John, what's your takeaway that you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? 
Oh, from that story, it was uh, that was the, one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. It was when I w- was forced to make a decision about whether I would continue working for other people or I would work for myself. And at the time, I was I was generating millions of dollars of revenue for the owner of the company, millions, and not making millions. And I looked at it and said, why in the world am I doing this for somebody else? Mm. He is on his yacht in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> calling <laughs> you lazy. Right, calling me lazy. When I'm working seven days a week, traveling all over the world, I had just flown back on a 27-hour flight after I'd been to Australia to, from Japan, from Tokyo. And you know, I was flying from U.S. to Tokyo, U.S. to China, U.S. to Germany every other week. That's not lazy. <laughs> Man, Fire Nation, I mean, this is the type of hustle. This is the type of fire that you're going to want inside. I mean, and it's exciting. I mean, John is doing what he wants to do. You know, he has a calendar filled up of events that he scheduled, and that is the freedom of being an entrepreneur. Now, let us have that little shift, John, to another story. This one's going to be, what do you consider an epiphany, an aha moment that you've had at some point in your journey. You've had a ton of these, my friend, and you have a ton ahead of you as well. That's just the type of entrepreneur that you are. But take us to the moment that you think Fire Nation would really enjoy hearing about that story, that you had that light bulb go off and you turned that idea into success. Well, I've been extremely excited to share with, with this with you and the Yay. Fire Nation. Uh it was, it's a quick story, but it's a fun one. Um, I grew up in Miami, Florida, a very wealthy family. My father was one of the top malpractice attorneys in the country, went to a really nice prep school, uh, got good grades, uh, graduated, and had, had the ability to go to many different colleges. But I chose the University of Miami in Miami, Florida, because it was close to my boat and my girlfriend. <laughs> Not exactly why you should choose a college, which is why I, after three semesters, I promptly failed out with a 1.6 GPA. Uh, but it gets better. The year I got kicked out, uh, my father was on the board of directors of the university. He had been uh, not he had been named one of the top alumni ever to graduate, and there was a building in the law school named after my dad. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, you got to really mess up bad to get kicked <laughs> out of a college where there's a building named after your family. And I left Miami, and I had some friends, some colleagues that were uh, going to the University of Florida in Gainesville, Florida, where I live now. And I went up there, and I brought my transcripts up. And I will never forget, I handed them to the woman at the registrar's office. She looked at them and started to laugh and said, <laughs> we don't take people like you. <laughs> and I went, what do you mean? I really want to go to school here. And she said, I don't care where you want to go. We don't want you. And I remember walking down the steps of the registrar's office, sitting down on the curb and crying mm. and thinking to myself, you know, I had every advantage. I've thrown that away. My, I, I always wanted to be a CEO and travel around the world and do great stuff. And I grew up in a family of privilege. And now I was about to throw all of it away. Long story made bearable. I went on to a community college, did fairly well there, got into the University of Florida eventually, and ended up graduating number in the top three in the United States in my major. And here's what I learned. The single most important thing I learned from that, something that's totally changed my life. When I was at the University of Miami, I had a 1.6. All my friends had a 1.0, a 1.3, a 0.9. I had the highest GPA of all my (laughs) friends. I was the academic stud of my group at a 1.6 GPA. When I went to the University of Florida, I I started study groups and said, anybody can be in my study group. Anybody, as long as you have a 3.6 GPA or higher. Uh, They never asked me my GPA because I started the group. But here's the thing that I learned. And the most important thing, I did a TED Talk on this. You become what you focus on, 
and like the people you spend time with. Whatever you read, whatever you study, whatever you fill your mind with, and whoever you choose to spend your time with will pretty much determine what your life will look like a decade from now. I mean, it's such a powerful concept and reality. And John, you said you listened to dozens of EO Fire interviews, and that's why I end with that Jim Rohn quote every single time. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, because I'm trying to hammer that into my listeners that, Fire Nation, you are the average of these five people you spend the most time with. John got out there and he said, I am deciding who these five people are. I will start this study group. I will say you can come in if you're 3.6 or higher and look at he graduated the top three in the country for his major. Now, John, have you, did you become a, uh, a Florida Gator sports fan at all? I'm a little bit of a Gator fan. I mean, I still live in Gainesville. So if you're not a Gator fan, you will be hunted down and killed. But let me make an interesting point. Yeah, Johnny. let's hear it. Um, I still have a study group. I'm 52 wow. years old, and I've got a mastermind group. And once about every 45 days, I've got the top 18 CEOs in my community that I really look up to and I admire, people who are sharp and bright and talented with high integrity. And they come to my house, and we pick a book, we pick a topic. Uh, one of the guys or gals puts out a problem they're having, and the rest of us solve it. And it's and I, So I still have a study group, but everybody's got about a 4.2 now. Uh, <laughs> and the other neat thing is that group of us, when there's an issue or a problem in our community, we really have the ability to leverage all of our networks and everything else to solve problems in our community. So not only is it helping us, but it's really helping everyone else around us, which is a magical thing. Fire Nation, it never stops. And when it does stop, you're going to scratch your head and say, why? Why did this stop? Why did I stop surrounding myself with amazing people? Why did I stop growing as an individual? Why did I stop learning? It never stops, Fire Nation, if you're lucky. And, and again, make your luck in this scenario. So, John, what would you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness is probably being too trustworthy. I, I, it's as amazing as I say it, but I've had a couple of partners, people that I work with. They weren't really partners in my business, but people that I was bringing in that I really trusted and believed in, but they didn't have the work ethic. Uh, as soon as the numbers started to get big, there were six or seven zeros behind something. They wanted a lot more money and they wanted to work less. And I tried to help them understand that the only way you continue and grow and improve is to work harder, not less, as you get more successful. And it was disappointing to... Uh, to look up and see I didn't do a fantastic job in, in some of those situations of bringing people into my company who I thought would take it to another level, but got comfortable once they got to a certain level. What is your biggest strength? Synthesizing things. I've, I've built my entire career, much like you, uh, in looking for patterns. And I, I, I read about 100 to 120 business books a year, and I have every year since 1989. And the reason I do that is I take massive amounts of information, boil it down to the patterns, and then the patterns are the things that allow me to be successful. How do you decide which business books to read? Authors that I like, uh, Seth Godin, Tom Peters, Joe Calloway, there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, anything they write, I'll buy. Number two is when a great author recommends a book mm. in their book, I will go buy it. Number three is when I meet somebody I'm really impressed with, I always ask them, what are your three or four absolute favorite books? 
Uh, and then last but not least, I listen to a lot of audio books or, or shortened ones. And I listen to them and say, all right, this was a terrible one. Thank God I didn't buy it. <laughs> this was a pretty good one. I'll listen to the summary a couple more times or this sounds great and I'll order the book immediately. I also have one other thing. If I get 50 pages into a book or an ebook and I haven't underlined anything, I stop reading and I will not let the author waste any more time. Wow. Valuable. I will say that I'm a big believer in that if I'm not blown away by the 35 percentile mark, then forget about it because most of the business books out there are really top heavy and and I get a lot of value in those first 35%. So if I haven't, I'm like, eh, no mas. Now, John, you have a lot of things going on right now that you're rightfully so excited about, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? I am exceedingly fired up about uh, taking the content and the um, intellectual property I've built over 20 years working all over the world and getting it down and making it accessible to small and medium-sized business solopreneurs uh, by putting it online. Uh, That is my big challenge right now. It's the thing I'm strategizing about, and I cannot wait to put together the absolute best content I can humanly put together and get it out like you have to millions of people and help them be more successful. Well, Fire Nation, don't go anywhere because we're about to enter the lightning round. But we're first going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. I was doing my laundry the other day, and as per usual, I had a sock sitting lonely. Not a match in sight. Socks aren't super expensive, but they aren't really hard to come by either. But that doesn't prevent the frustration of pretty much always losing a sock to the sock monsters. So what did I do? Well, I couldn't resist a Google search. There has to be a business for this, I thought to myself. And guess what? There is a business that sells socks in threes instead of pairs. Genius! So even if you come up short, your once was a single sock will never sit lonely again. In fact, No matter what business you're in, an ad on Google can help you find new customers at the exact moment they're searching for what you have to offer. Sounds like a great visibility tool, doesn't it? Why not give it a try? Go to g.co slash eofire to get a $75 credit after you invest $25 in your first campaign. That's g.co slash eofire. John, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I hope so. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Believing that I could be great. Really understanding that I had bold ideas and I should pursue them. What is the best advice you've ever received? Build your house on a rock. No one can ever take your education away from you. And that's not college or school. That's self-education. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? reading uh, 100 plus books a year, and also meditation. Share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation. Flipboard. I read it for 45 minutes every morning to catch up on all the news and read all the entrepreneurial magazines, business magazines, and business feeds I can get. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? That is exceedingly hard. <laughs> uh, but it, right, you know, I really thought about this for your audience, and it would be The 46 Rules of Genius by Marty Neumeier. Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com, including this book as well. John, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy, brother. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500 what would you do in the next seven days? 
I would spend every minute building the best content I usually, I humanly could on all the best information I have, giving it away for free and sending it to all the, the key, the linchpins, the thought leaders and creating relationships with them because I know that they're the ones that would leverage my ideas and spread them out more, which I also want to mention, I think you're going to know, John, but I did put together a special for all of your listeners. Yeah, yeah. If they, yep. If they go to johnspence.com forward slash fire, I have a whole bunch of resources there. Uh, I've got two ebooks, one on winning culture, and one's a really cool one I wrote called Letters to a CEO, which I used to do CEO coaching. And these are all the letters and memos I sent to CEOs to help them when they had problems. And I've got one other really cool thing on there. I was an instructor at the MIT Entrepreneurial Master's Program, and we had seven days of stuff, and I I synthesized it down to 10 pages from some of the top entrepreneurial instructors in the world. And all of that, plus a whole bunch of free videos and other stuff is on that site for you. I'm there myself, Fire Nation. I hope you are too. JohnSpence.com slash fire. So John, let's end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Uh, It's at JohnSpence.com or my email is John at johnspence.com and I answer all my emails. I try to help as many people as I can and if I don't have the answer, I can usually find somebody who does. The power of network. (laughs) The parting piece of guidance. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Be a lifelong learner and always push yourself to be better than you were the day before. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JS and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type John, J-O-H-N, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, you can find him directly at johnspence.com. Your gift is at johnspence.com slash fire. And email John directly. He will respond to you. John at johnspence.com. Thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you, John. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. It's time to share your voice and message with the world, and our free podcast course will show you the way. Text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite.